Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Sometimes it's a little serendipitous when it comes to picking the music in the morning for Oilers now. You know the team's playing in Winnipeg tomorrow, but did you know that Robbie Bachman turned 68 years old today? Probably not. Tall Bachman's father, member of BTO. That's why we open with, you ain't seen nothing yet, and you've been seeing plenty of good things from the Edmonton Oilers recently. It's Brendan Escott here filling in for Bob Stoffer. The team uh, set to travel in a few hours after a big win on home ice last night. 7-3 over the Anaheim Ducks that pushed them to 4-0 under interim head coach Jay Woodcroft. Oilers Now is brought to you by Digitex. You can buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. That's Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. So I'll be guiding you through the next couple of hours here, but we will hear from Bob Stoffer in about 10 minutes or so, get his reaction to that game last night, an update from practice. Yes, a Yarvi not on the ice today. He was uh, he left the game early last night and there was no update after he scored that goal. Uh, so we'll see if there's anything more from the team today. Bob coming up again about 1220. We'll hear from Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey on Raw. Rogers, Sportsnet's Mark Spector at 105, and then we'll check in with Edmonton Oil Kings head coach Brad Lauer. They've got the Saskatoon Blades in town tonight, and that begins six games in a row. The Oilers about to head out on the road for a stretch, so uh, well, I guess after the Minnesota game on Sunday, that means the Oil Kings get Rogers' place to themselves for a while. Want to keep in touch? You can do so on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. Top 25 at the River Cree has a brand new menu. And starting on Tuesday, you can try it at 50% off from 2 to 5 p.m. Plus, uh, new food specials and promotions at the kitchen 
and Italia. And then in June, country music star Dean Brody taking the stage at the River Cree. More information available at the River Cree Resort, uh, rivercreeresort.com, that is. 780-496-0063 is your Ashley Fine Floors text line as well. What'd you think of that storm back last night? You know, down two goals and uh, a couple of frustrating ones tipped right past the goaltender. And then it was all Oilers all the time the rest of the way. Let me know what you thought about it. Ashley Fine Floors text line. Get the new floors you've always wanted. 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more. Today's top story brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, you can get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy Heating and Cooling. And indeed it is the fact that Edmonton is back in Pacific Division playoffs standing. They are in third in the Pacific and uh, of a couple of games in hand on those trying to chase them down. So 57 points now after that game last night and it doesn't make things a whole heck of a lot easier moving forward. Obviously uh, going to need to take care of business out east and it's you're talking about some early start times against some tough teams. The 23rd Wednesday a 5:30 game in Tampa and then Saturday the 26th, Sunday the 27th you get the back-to-back matinee double header against Florida and Carolina and either one of those teams including frankly Tampa Bay any one of them could come out of the east and and play for the Stanley Cup so Edmonton's going to be hard-pressed to push for you know this winning streak to continue with Jay Woodcroft and uh, we'll call that our top story today that the fact the fact that they are in playoff position let's go to the audio vault and tell you how it sounded last night it's brought to you by direct workwear specialized to work with your business oh fit your crew from head to toe in Edmonton and Fort McMurray Cam Moon, Bob Stoffer on the call live from Rogers Place, the Ducks and the Oilers. The Edmonton Oilers winners of their last three straight will take on the Anaheim Ducks. Down the right wing, Hyman will take it to the net, a backhand just wide and put towards the goal. Sent back to the blue line, Fowler will shoot it, tipped on net, scores. A redirect in the high slot by Adam Henrique. Just got enough of it and it squeezes by Smith. Zegris in front of the net, scores. A redirect in front of the net by Sonny Milano and it gets underneath Smith. It's another power play goal and it's 2-0 Anaheim. Now to Kane across to Bouchard. He'll shoot it off the shoulder at Gibson. That was a heater. Puck in the right corner. Bouchard out to McLeod. Across to Kane scores! Evander Kane off the left wing! Well, you love getting a goal from your second power play unit if you're the Edmonton Oilers, given how good McDavid and Drysaddle and Nugent Hopkins are in the first unit. Talk about the playoffs here, the latter half of the season. It's huge to have not just one unit stay out there for two minutes. It's it's both units going. And that also gives Connor and Leon a chance to rest. Nuge, too. All those guys that are on that top unit. Accent to the point. CC will shoot. Scores! CC let it go. Derek Ryan got a stick on it. And the Oilers have tied this game at two. Long pass for Hyman. Comes into the duck zone to the middle to McDavid. Over to Pugliarvi. to Kane. Back to McLeod. In over the line. Down the left wing to Dreisaitl. Scores! Leon Dreisaitl and a nice setup by Ryan McLeod. And the Oilers are up 4-2. Ryan McLeod's having a uh, big night. In comes Nugent Hopkins. Takes it out of the left corner. He'll walk out. He'll pass over to Fogel. Scores! 
her to Zegras. Scores. Zegras banks it off of Smith and in. He was behind the goal line. Up the left side for Lindholm. His pass broken up by Dreisaitl. Scores! Leon Dreisaitl! He stole it and fires it in the net. And the Oilers lead is 6-3. To McDavid in front to Hyman. Lord have mercy on Cam Moon's vocal cords. That was a lot of goal calls last night by the time it was all said and done. And goals coming from unusual suspects as well. And I think that that's sort of one of the themes of today's show is watching that second power play unit get a goal and spark a little bit out there and and frankly earn more ice time than we had seen them been afforded in the past. So it's important for this team to have two functioning power play units and here's Woodcroft on them scoring a goal. It was a heck of a goal and right before that power play goal at the end of the first, which was a huge goal for us, Darnell had a great chance uh, as well and uh, we had another chance that went off... uh, the shoulder of the goaltender and um, so putting them on in the third period there that was that was certainly uh, trying to empower them because they did some good stuff. Derek Ryan a multi-point game on the right wing over the last couple of games and it's allowed him to simplify things he was saying post game he also said it's important to, to have a couple different looks on the power play. We talk about the playoffs here the latter half of the season it's huge to have not just one unit stay out there for two minutes it's it's both units going and that also gives Connor and Leon a chance to rest Nuge too all those guys that are on that top unit I mean they it's tough when they're offered two minutes and then they're expected to be out again the shift after the second shift after it's it drags on you so I think that's important to have two units that can play and contribute and further to that Ryan offered some real insight on just how difficult it is to be productive in limited minutes so converse to being too exhausted to contribute not now you're not getting into the game frequently enough to, to really make an impact. Here's Ryan. It was just hard earlier in the year when you're not playing much and you sit on the bench and um, it's pretty tough when you sit there for 20, 15, 20 minutes and you're expected to go out there and, and contribute. Um, I don't know, older legs, maybe just maybe it's just me, but it's hard. Those legs get stagnant and you don't have the confidence to try and make a play. But obviously when the puck's going in or you're making plays and the line scoring, that, that confidence kind of snowballs and, and helps with uh, the game as well. And Woodcroft just talked about the philosophy behind spreading around the ice time. I think especially when we made the decision to go 11 forwards and 7 defensemen, especially when we did that, we wanted to spread out the minutes amongst the many uh, and not just you know consolidate them in, in just a few people. And I think we've done a good job of asking uh, more people to do a little bit more in that regard. I think it helps our decor and... Um, um, you know, it, it's worked through this, this for first four games. Um, and as you mentioned, we're getting contributions from everybody who's dressed. Just seeing a tweet literally right now from the Edmonton Oilers, Coach Woodcroft speaking uh, before they leave for Winnipeg in a few minutes here. Jesse Pugliarvi's lower body injury is going to keep him out for about four weeks. 
four weeks on the sidelines for for uh, Pulley That's the official word from the team. So maybe some more from Bob on that in a couple of minutes' time. But still inside the audio vault, it was a matter of not panicking. Down two goals last night, says the head coach. We liked the way we were playing the game. I really liked um, how calm our bench was, how uh, they showed a little bit of pushback and resiliency. Found a big goal at the end of the first period. And then, uh, and then we took that into the second period. So um, it was a good response from, from our group, not hanging your head when you're down 2 nothing. Evander Kane's been a big increase to this emotional complexion of this group. I, I really see somebody who... He's an instigator, okay? And and you watch instigators on other teams and you sit there and you stew and you say, boy, I'd like to have that guy. Well, guess what? The Oilers have had that guy and it's resulted in a different sort of intensity, if you ask me, and how this team's been playing. He says, though, he's got to be part of, of the bigger picture. It's a clip with him and Derek Ryan both talking about the need for everybody to pull on the same rope. This league, is, is it's not like the NBA where you can have two guys and you can win a cha- championship, right? Um, you know, you you, you see how hard it is to win, and, and the teams that win uh, don't always have the best players. So, you know, it's important for everybody to contribute and everybody to, uh, you know, pull their weight and and uh, and be a part of the team. Um, obviously, it's they're great assets to have because they can break a game open at any moment. But, uh, you know, I, I think uh, you're seeing our team start to really gel, and um, we got to keep this thing going. I don't know about you guys, but I don't feel like the game of hockey, you can win the Stanley Cup with two guys. That's the beautiful thing about hockey is you can't have just the best player and win. You have to have the best team. And I feel like guys have created some confidence, get gotten more opportunity. And I mean, those guys are amazing. We can speak to that all day, but we need to be there to support them. We also need the opportunity to do so. Some thoughts from Derek Ryan and Evander Kane there. 7-3 win last night. They are on the road in Winnipeg tomorrow. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back home Sunday in Minnesota. We'll get thoughts on all of that from Bob Stoffer when we come back. It's Brendan Escott on Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 1221 in Edmonton. Brendan Escott here. Just looking at the box score from that 7-3 to win last night. Seven Oilers with multi-point games 
And the minutes distribution becoming more and more of a focal point with this team. Leon Dreisaitl had the two goals, his 34th, 35th of the year. He was the high man at just 23 minutes and 10 seconds. Darnell Nurse, who's second in the entire NHL, played just over 19 minutes. So that's probably, or sorry, just under 20. Just under 20 for Nurse. So that's you know maybe, I guess, more of a sustainable look. But let's get uh, an idea of what the color commentator for the team thought last night in that victory. Bob, it didn't start out all that well for the team. Team, but they were able to claw back and not look back in the process. Just give me your synopsis. Well, Brendan, uh, you know, Mike Smith said after the, the Oilers overcame a giveaway against L.A., uh, he said, you know, right now we, we, as a team we have to continue to, to learn uh, not to panic and stay in the moment. And uh, I think they kind of did that last night in the first period. Like, uh, you know, their, their PK got touched up uh, late in uh, two Anaheim power plays. Neither of them were, you know, four-way passing plays. I got the positive on that couple of deflections, but the bottom line was the Oilers were trailing. That was a huge goal late in the first period from the second power play in it, and Edmonton completely took over the game 5v5 in the third. I think there's a fair amount of excitement out there and a little bit of disappointment with the news on Yastapoli-Yarby, who's a, a fan favorite. Uh, but uh, nonetheless, you know, you've outscored teams 18 to 6 in four games since Jay Woodcroft's become the coach. And I, I, I know you're there in the building. You sense it. Um, the team looks different. They're playing different. The minutes distribution is different. Comments from Fogel and Derek Ryan over the last two or three days have been fairly compelling. It's an interesting time. It is, and I don't think that there was necessarily a culture of fear in the previous regime, of course not, but I do get the sense that they're a lot less worried about making mistakes and having that translate into reduced minutes, especially when you're talking about sort of the bottom six guys, and that to me is what Derek Ryan was saying after the game last night without actually saying the mistake part, where it just looked like they were gripping their sticks a lot tighter before, and now there's a looseness to the game, even though they're maybe not surrendering as many chances yeah you know it's interesting like I I think Derek would tell you that from game five to game 25 he needed to be better you know like he and I think that at times uh, I mean the league gets faster and faster every year he's 35 years of age and to transport the puck through the middle of the ice you got to be able to skate and I I've and in fairness to Dave Tippett he played Derek Ryan at right wing for some games when we went out east and uh, and then obviously the, the COVID thing hit um, but he, he does look like a different player. Fogel looks... I couldn't understand why Fogel was playing less in Edmonton than he was in Carolina. But I think we all think that Carolina's got a deeper and better team than Edmonton. Edmonton's tracking in the right direction. But Carolina's got a lot of good things going on in their organization. So... Um, Certainly Fogel, Ryan, and then Ryan Nugent Hopkins at center. And I think a lot of the fans listening to the show right now are like, well, of course they needed to play RNH, you know, and roll McDavid, dry settle, and RNH down the middle. But, you know, they've got a third line. And the third line's combined for five even strength goals over the last three games. And when that happens, you're going to win games. Like, when you get that kind of support scoring at even strength, you're going to, you know, from your third line or your so called third line, you got two really smart players of Derek Ryan and uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins. And Fogel, to me, is the guy that looks like he's had the weight of the world lifted off of his shoulders. I, I, you know, he knows he was traded for a popular player at Ethan Bear. There was an opportunity here. Um, 
that plus minus, you know, is players can say, hey, you know, I'm creating chances. And if you look at the advanced analytics, that might be better than the plus minus. But still, at one point, he was minus 15. Uh, you know, Derek Ryan was minus 13 or 14 at one point. And, and so it's just a different look at hockey. You, you were in the building last night. It's a different feel. The expectation from the fans is different. Great crowd last night, by the way. They were engaged. And the only bummer was the news on Paul Yarby. So let's end with that then in, in terms of the next four weeks because the, the top nine looked pretty locked in and I know that they were shuffling around the bottom bit, but you know who, what, what is the shakedown as a result of this injury? Well, um, with Adam Crackle coming back to the minors, Edmonton was in a situation where they were going to have six AHL veterans and have to pull somebody out. My guess is that what the Oilers will do is they'll bring Colton Sevier back up. Uh, that would be my guess. Uh, you know, Seth Griffiths would be another option. I guess Malone as well, you can assert, might make sense. But it's a right wing, uh, and Sevier's a right wing. You can say Seth Griffiths a right wing as well. I think fans wouldn't mind seeing Seth get an opportunity. But uh, And I'm hoping... You know, we, we, it's obvious it's a lower body issue, so that's a, that's a, that's a little bit challenging. Uh, the guy that got accelerated minutes last night once played every game out of the game is Ryan Plough. So, um, now I don't think Steve will play tomorrow. I wonder whether or not they put Perlini in tomorrow, put him in the top nine, and then if it doesn't work, uh, you know, then they got McLeod as an option as well. They're playing a good deep team tomorrow against Winnipeg. Uh, there's lots of things in play here. Uh, but I, I would just that's that's another guy, Brandon. You're seeing some confidence increase right now with Ryan McLeod. The coach knows him. I, I'm going to circle back to this. The coach is coached at one time: Paul Yarby, Yamamoto, McLeod, and you know Dave Manson's coach. You know the 4D Bouchard, Broberg, uh, Niemelainen, and Lagesson. Not to mention that the head coach also in his previous stint had McDavid, Drysaddle, Nugent Hopkins and at times nurse on his power play. So they, they, the transition's been a little bit more seamless than if they brought in an outside voice, and I think it's worked to the owner's advantage through the last four games. Well, Bob, we'll cut you loose here, let you get to the airport sooner than later, and uh, have a great call tomorrow night between the Oilers and Jets. Yeah, I'll be an early one tomorrow. Have fun. Thanks, Brendan. Thanks, Bob. Bob Stauffer, the regular host of this program. It's Brendan Escott filling in. You can find me on Twitter, at Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. I guess we're still going with the moniker. That's all right. <laughs> uh, still to come today, we've got NHL Today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. Uh, you're going to hear from Mark Spector, as well as the head coach of the uh, Edmonton Oil Kings, who kick off a, a long homestand tonight with the Saskatoon Blades in town. That coming up after the 1.30 news. Right now, though, we'll send it off to Eileen Bell for your headlines. Come back with Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey on Rogers for our friends at Mid-City Construction Management. It's one uh, no it's 12:28 in Edmonton Oilers now with Bob Stoffer weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio 6:30 Chad